Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about the repair shop, the scouts, and we are joined by Carol and Oliver Hussey. Welcome to an Easter version of, uh, of The Kindness Project live. Um, uh, it's always, it's already started off as an absolute shambles. I mean, normally... Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I am joined by a girl who literally got up ten minutes ago. Shall I've been awake for about two hours. I just did. What have you been doing? I, I was just reading. Are you like? Are you sort of playing out the Bruno Mars's lazy songs? I just wanna stay in that. No, look, you stay where you're comfortable. And it, for you, it's bed, and then you dress a girl. Yeah. Um, and we are also joined by Carol Oliver. Hello, how are you? Good morning. Where, where were you? I mean, I suppose we could start with an individual version of the podcast, couldn't we? Where were you most comfortable? Uh, if you're watching this live, please feel free to let us know. Where do you feel most comfortable? Carol, what do you reckon? Bed is nice, but I don't know. I'm an early riser, but I do like being in there. But yeah, probably my best place in the world is on the sofa under a blanket and just watching all that stuff like the repair shop. What's been your favorite story on the repair shop? I don't really remember them. I just like watching the watching the people who like have the old toys that their parents gave them and they're like old people and they come in with their kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just old people. Old people. Well, um, <laughs> have you ever cried at the repair shop? No. Have you ever cried at... I mean, I'll cry at telly all the time. Not but, reality television, though. Yeah. Old people's home. Do you remember I was talking about old the podcast? Old people's home for four-year-olds. Maybe people's home for four-year-olds. Oh, Maybe God, weep like so a baby camera. Did you ever see that? I wouldn't be able to watch something like that because I'd just see the adverts before and I'd be crying, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oliver, talk to me about where you're most comfortable. Where, where do you reckon you, you feel oh, happiest? Please. Probably in my bed. Yeah. Gaming. Yeah. Gaming. What were you playing at the minute? Um, quite a lot of stuff. Quite yeah. a lot of stuff. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm. I'm just finishing God of War, and I'm loving it. I'm making my way through Persona Five, which. Mm, so. Good. I can't. So I had, the so problem good. is with games, Charlotte. Is I just haven't got you're the time. A, you're, to, a, you're a completionist, and if you can't finish it within like four weeks, just, it, you're done. I mean, Persona Five takes about a hundred hours to do, yeah. doesn't it? So well, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm not, only on not like gonna... the third area as well. <laughs> oh, right, okay, fair enough. So, so listeners, if you uh, watchers, wherever you are today, if you are, um, if you are watching, hi to AJ, David, Desmond, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Please do make sure you answer the um, questions of the podcast as they as they come about. We're going to be talking to Carol and Oliver uh, about the questions as well. And these are the ones, Charlotte, that we asked on Friday, but literally we've got no answers for because we didn't tell anybody we were going to do a live, did we? I barely knew we were going to do a live. <laughs> I got told the day before. We just turned up and thought we'd give it a go. So hopefully we'll get a bit more engagement on these. Can you remember what the questions of the podcast were? 
something about <laughs> hobbies. No. Why do people listen to this? I don't genuinely. Nicknames. Nicknames was one of them. Nicknames. Oh, if you could write, okay, uh, listeners, if you could pick your own nickname, what would you pick? Uh, who's going to answer this first? I oh, we, we've Friday. already answered on Friday. <laughs> Carol, what do you reckon? Well, obviously, it would be something nice, but I don't know. I don't know whether you should ask my children if I've got a nickname. I don't know. Well, just... <laughs> I don't know. Nick, I've, nick, never, I don't, I've never had a nickname. I don't know. We just... I call, I call my kids you all... you never had a nickname? No. <laughs> Not even based on your actual name? No, because it's Carol. Like, so somebody it's hard to shorten, isn't school. it? It's, it's quite hard to what shorten. It'd be like... What was your surname when you were single? Roll. Yeah, really. Roll. I mean, car as a nickname is just, yeah, car or roll. Yeah, no, that's that definitely definitely not the nickname you want. What was your What was your surname when you were single? It was Evans. So my sister's husband calls her Evansy, but I don't see the point in lengthening Evansy. something. Yeah, no, it, I mean, a nickname should either signify something about the individual or be short, shouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Just to make your life I used, your life to, I used to have to use a different name um, because in games when I was growing up, um, you could only have eight letters in the character's name and my name is nine letters long. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it was always Shallow, wasn't it? It was always Shallow or Charlie because some people used to call me that. Yeah, and the reason we're talking about this is because Charlotte's trying to invent her own nickname at the minute. Do you want to tell everybody about that? Invent my own nickname. Like, yeah, <laughs> you are! On. You are! You are um, to invent your own nickname. God. Why you got? Why you got to do me like this? We're on a podcast, <laughs> you got to tell the stories. I already told on Friday, you know. Right, I know, but we're today's oh, time. damn, more people listening today. Yeah, go on. Last, on Friday, it was just a waffle we were having. Right. Um, yeah, I... Because my first name starts with a C and my middle name starts with a J, CJ seems, you know, it's there. It's... CJ is a good nickname. Yeah. But I don't know whether I'm I'm flying with picking your own nickname. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just feels it just it just feels wrong. Um, at, right, other questions in the podcast that we'd love to um, uh, hear from you about. Um, what is your funniest family memory? is number one, because Easter for me is all about family. We had a lovely family dinner yesterday, yeah. didn't we? Um, and you know what? I, I genuinely think in our family, pigs in blankets <laughs> are becoming a... Uh, Special um, occasion treat. Well, but also not a food that's purely linked to Christmas. Yeah. We can eat it any time of the year. I'm loving that. Um, and so what's your favourite, uh, funniest family memory? Uh, and best Easter egg ever. So what's the Easter egg that you've got that you thought, you know what, this is uh, this is a pretty good egg. What would you what do you reckon? Are you Easter egg fans, Carol, Carol and Oliver? What's, what's, what's the best Easter egg you've ever had? I can answer this one easily because when the kids were small, we used to go to a toddler group and they used to have an Easter bonnet parade every year and um, they would all go around. And the one year, Amy, which is our daughter, <laughs> she's um, 15, she won the Easter bonnet parade and it was a massive lint Easter egg oh, with all the lindors nice. in. And yeah, 
probably one of the best days of my life. So I mean, I've got to <laughs> that Amy didn't get to eat it all, but you know, she was only small. Oliver was just a toddler. Of course, we I didn't mean, want to make them sick. To be honest, you've got, you've got I mean, the, the, our job as parents is to help out where we can, right, Carol? Exactly. And I, I think taking the burden off is is a really important thing to do. You know what? Cassie was really good yesterday because she um she got us all little presents for Easter lunch, didn't she? And she she got a um lint bunny for me. Uh so I'm had my dinner, sat down on the sofa with my lint bunny, ate all of the lint bunny. I was only gonna have like two bits of chocolate and then suddenly it was gone. <laughs> ate all of the lint bunny and then the cake come out, the didn't cheesecake, it? yeah, and that was just more chocolate. Yeah. So I, I think I'm still recovering from that um, massive sugar rush that, that I had I had yesterday. What's the best apart from your mum stealing your stuff, Oliver? What's the best um, uh, Easter egg you've ever had? Um, probably a cream egg. Cream egg, like big one, yeah. something I've invented. Did the actual chocolates used to be in the egg? Because now you buy an egg and they're separate, aren't they? Yeah, now they're like on the front or something, aren't they? But it used to be the classic egg I saw was the wrapped up in foil and inside the egg was like, like a little bag of Smarties or buttons or whatever, but they were yeah. inside the egg, but in a clear bag. It wasn't the bags from the shops, was it? But this is the thing. It was always quite nice to get that surprise, isn't it? Like breaking over both of the eggs. Do you remember Kinder Eggs? If you opened them every time and they used to... Oh, no, we can't have Kinder Eggs in the house now. Why? Because the dog eats the plastic. Right. But do you remember Kinder Eggs? <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> do you miss Kinder Eggs? No, because I've gone the other week. <laughs> Just not in the house. <laughs> Sorry, what? Right, have you been secretly eating Kinder Eggs and not telling me? <laughs> is that yes? Yeah, like the little ones. And doing what with the stuff inside? Pocketing it and then pocketing it. <laughs> I just, I was always a bit underwhelmed by a Kinder Egg because it's not that much chocolate, is it? You know, you just like. So no, you don't buy it for the chocolate though. You, you buy, buy it for, for the little toy, like you know, the little toy car that you have. So to you can pocket it and sing it away later. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> why we, why we they're, they're fun for about 10 minutes and then it's like, oh, nobody's worn off. Sorry, this. what is that? <laughs> the little I mean, car. I mean, number one, we're on a podcast. So, so, I mean... I mean, you, you can see on the live that you're doing that. Yeah. But, but and number two, you what know, is it? Is that how you push into a car? <laughs> yeah. Just, the sound of the wheels is fun for about 10 minutes and then... You're 18. <laughs> <laughs> you are 18 years of age. Yep. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. <laughs> you are you are buying a Kinder Egg and just rolling it up and down. What is? But you know when there's certain sounds that you just find satisfying. 
The sounds of the wheels. The sound of a kinder egg to a car rolling up and down. You find sat- <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> is, is that where we are? Oh, Carol, you've got to save me from this. You've got to, you've got to help me out. Number one, I, I just, you know, when you like, you think you know your kids, and then you learn a new thing every day, and it's like, what? I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. Right, so. <laughs> Love you too. Right. Thank you, Charlotte. Um, right. So, Carol, uh, we, we've invited you on, clearly, because we want to hear about the might Not to hear, so you can hear Charlotte's kinder toy car obsession, whatever that is. Um, uh, I like the sound. Um, uh, I, I, That's good things to my brain. <laughs> is it? Well, what's that thing? Is it ASMR? Where the nice sounds. Uh, I think so. I am SR. I can't remember what it's called. You know where there's a like a soothing sound. Yeah. Is the Kinder Toy Car sound a soothing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is this is just descended into absolute madness. As much as Barry and Beryl episode, oh, no. Um, right. Carol, oh. tell us a little bit about what you're up to at the minute. Well, firstly, for our audio listeners who are just used to hearing uh sort of this this um uh <laughs> um tell us tell us a little bit about what you and oliver are up to at the minute and a yeah, little for, bit those, for those on audio that can't see oliver is looking very smart in his scouts uniform which he doesn't wear all the time um but you've invited us on this morning very kindly to talk about what he's up to at the moment which is getting himself to the world scout jamboree next year in korea um it is being referred to as korea rather than south korea but obviously it is in the south part and uh, at the moment they're building a huge village over there because there's going to be forty thousand scouts from all over the world there um Oliver got selected last, the end of last November, he went for a, a weekend where they assessed the scouts on all sorts of things, um, teamwork, leadership, all that kind of stuff, working together, and he, yeah, he was one of the ones that got picked, so um, we've got, uh, yeah, a bit more information, do you want to take over on that and read a bit of information about the actual jamboree? Okay, so um, <laughs> how it works is that we go to Korea for a 12-day camp with every other Explorer Scout from around the world. And then we also have five days in Seoul, which is the capital, and also traveling days. And um, I'm part of Unit 32 in Greater London Northeast. And I need to raise £3,800 by next year so I can go. Amazing. And what are you looking forward to the most about going? Um, <laughs> probably seeing the campsite and like being there with loads of people from around the world. I mean, it sounds um, like an incredible experience, right? Yeah. And how many people in the UK have been picked? I don't know. Um, is it 3,000? Maybe. I think it's about 3,000, so all over the UK now, there's, well, and the world, I guess, there's all these kids 
Um, they're all going to be between 16 and 18 when they go. Right. Sorry, 14 and 18 when they go. Obviously, all of them 13 at the moment. And part of the journey is the fundraising. So when we first went to find out about it, you know, we were told, obviously, if you want to, you can just pay for your child to go. But fundraising as individual, fundraising as groups, um, so both his scout group and his unit that he will go there with, um, and they also, some of their fee goes towards helping underprivileged kids get to go to these things and, you know, even countries to take a contingent because obviously the UK is a wealthy country. So the scout contingent could just Relatively, yeah. Yeah. take a load of people. So, And, yeah, and Oliver, tell, tell me a bit about what you enjoy about being part of scouts. Um, well, I just enjoy seeing a lot of my friends there because lots of my friends uh, are involved, right? Yeah, they go to different schools, so I only see them there. And I also enjoy like going on camps and going out with the scouts, which is good. And then we're also we're scout. There's some scouts in my group, and then also some cubs as well. So to help with some of our badges, we usually get to like help the cubs by like running games and stuff, which is fun. Gotcha, gotcha. And what? I, I forgot what the ages are. Is it how old have you got to be to be a cop? And how, 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 how old have so, you got to be a scout? I think they added a new one recently called like squirrels or something, which is before beavers. But I think it's a cub at eight, 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 eight till fourteen for cubs. I think no, it's eight till eleven and a half for cubs. Oh, cubs, sorry. And then scouts is eleven and a half until fourteen, and then for. And then Explorer Scouts, which is the people who can go to the jamboree, is 14 to 18. So gotcha. since it's my and you're going out by the time you're you you get there. Yeah. Because this October I turn 14. So when I go, I'll be 14, almost 15, because it's in the summer. Gotcha. So I'll be in like one of the youngest there, but <laughs> You know what? Yeah. I I mean, South Korea is a place to go. Is what sounds amazing. I mean, you know? it's definitely probably on our collective list. Yeah. What to go to? Yeah, I mean, we've got to get the uh, the the rest of the collective list out of the way first. Before. Can we stop adding stuff to our travel list? I mean, <laughs> we I, 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 we need to stop. And I like the way that you put add a collective list, <laughs> assuming that I'm paying for this. I mean, this is like this is. <laughs> Yeah, should no, we just, I'll, I'll tell you what, I want to go somewhere, Dad. Should we just add it to the collective oh, list? Here's somewhere we both want to go. Let's add it to the collective <laughs> list. And then slowly, the, the place I want to go, I'd start talking about them and get you interested in them until you want to go as well, and then I'll add them to I the didn't realise there was one overall over strategy. I thought <laughs> I thought you just like travelling with me. I I just, do, I'm I disappointed. Do. I do, but there are certain places that I think would definitely <laughs> benefit both of us. And He's so in South Korea, one of them. Um, um, it wasn't before. It is now. <laughs> Thanks, Oliver. You've just cost me quite a lot of money. Um, uh, the the other thing, the other thing that um, that I suppose is the big thing for me is just meeting people from all over the world. And I, I yeah, when you when you're because I, I was a cub, I was never a scout, but not recently. Clearly, I'm way too old for that now. But um, the the you. You don't. I, my perspective on the Cubs and Scouts was that it was primarily in the UK, but it looks like that it was from all over the world. Do you know how many countries of you know the Cubs and Scouts are in? Uh, so 
countries? It's every country apart from about like. We've definitely already got people on Instagram from all over the world. And I think that's such a good thing about social media that's even yeah. sort of four years ago, it would have been harder to stay in touch with people. That was the last January, it was four years. Yeah. But now it can just be, you just get yeah, people you can stay connected, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's definitely the majority of the countries in the world because I've been told before this, every country accepts like a couple of them. So it's definitely yeah. a lot. But And how many, yeah. how many in total? To go into the jamboree so that's um forty thousand from all over the world huge isn't it absolutely yeah. huge right so clearly you like your game Oliver, right so so in south korea is known for a bit of tech are you just going to be geeking out over there or what um well we've got <laughs> we've got days to plan with our unit which is 36 people and four leaders so we've got three days to plan in Seoul with our unit which we'll do in the camps that we go on because we're going on a camp actually next weekend which will be like a training camp so we'll learn to like wash in buckets and stuff that we'll do on the camp nice and like cook cook for ourselves because there will be like a supermarket there that you just go and spend tokens on that you'll get given. So this so, is like, a, I mean, it sounds like a real life skills opportunity, right? Yeah. Yeah, and also what they did four years ago, it was in uh, America and we watched a video about it and they swapped, like one day they had a, I think it was a group from... Netherlands. The Netherlands. They had the Netherlands round for dinner. Yeah, they had the Netherlands round for dinner, like a patrol of people from the Netherlands, and then they all swapped badges and tops and bags and stuff like that. So hopefully I'll come back with badges from, like, all over the world. It sounds really good, doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds really good. How do I become a scout and get to go? Or is it too late? Is it like, that that ship sailed, did it? It's quite a bit too late. (laughs) You didn't have to add the quite a bit. I, I mean, did, I like sort I of, um, sort of, I, um, I, that was implied, but you know, just you saying it has made it, you know, made it feel a bit bad. You know what? We're interestingly, so Charlotte and I, I, I haven't done enough traveling in Asia, but it's a place that fascinates me. Um, and Charlotte and I, three years ago, were in Japan. Um, oh, we were still in Japan this time. We, well, we were. We, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, one one of the funny stories with me and you was uh, when I was geeking out over a bullet train, and you went, "Dad, when we come back, you'll be like sort of at Raynham Station, looking at the sort of ten thirty two to Fenchurch Street with your notepad, because clearly you've turned into a train spotter." Um, <laughs> well, the fact that you don't know there's a ten seventeen to oh, Fenchurch right. Street. There's not a... I, I stand corrected. Well, actually, you... it depends on the day you go. But uh... sorry, are we having train? Spot at all on the on the podcast? Is that what we're doing? There you go. If you if you do it on a weekday, it's like ten fourteen, and it won't turn up till ten seventeen because they were always late. But it's fine. Do you want to carry on? Not sorry about the trains being late all the time. 
apparently returning to a train spot podcast. What what else can you share about the trains that we didn't know? Um, the t- the ten seven the seventeen past the hour to Grey's random station <laughs> always turns up at least a minute late. Really pisses me off. Okay, so forty thousand downloads a month for this podcast, and we talk about tea and trains. Is that I I think we should change the name of it to the Tea and Trains podcast. <laughs> what do you reckon? Doable? No. no, definitely not. Right, uh, Oliver and Carol, um, let us know um, how what you're doing to raise the money and how we can help uh, collectively as a kind of project community. So much. We've just, yeah, we've um, well, you've already, I think all of us already done lots of things we wouldn't necessarily have been doing. We've, um, for Valentine's Day and Mother's Day so far, we took orders for baked and sold cookies nearly a thousand over the two occasions so yeah that was an interesting teamwork in um extravaganza (laughs) how'd it go good yeah um we sold them mainly to my scouts and cobs group and to my rugby group um right so i'm just trying to work out the numbers on this you've got a thousand cookies how, are you like selling them in packs of 10? What are you doing? So how it works is there's boxes of 12 cookies and uh, lots of people bought two boxes. So I think the first on, um, what was it, Valentine's Day, it was 36 boxes. So, yeah. Which is really hard. 36 boxes, which was 18 batches of cookies. Who's doing the baking? Oh, yeah, we both did it. Yeah. (laughs) Over two very long days. (laughs) (laughs) Just the tone in your voice there, Oliver. Two very long days. Two very long days. Maybe some different strategies as opposed to baking might be the way to go. I don't know. Maybe. We're going to do um, brownies for Father's Day, so we're offering something different because, uh, yeah, it's worth, you know, if people are going to buy stuff with us and support us, then we'll make it, basically. Yeah. We're happy to. Get ready for two very long days. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And we've done... What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Are you... I don't know. I you don't, don't, know. Right. don't know. It's okay, not what else, now, so I don't know. What else? What, Father's Day? Okay. You know what? Sophie doesn't know my birthday either. This is not going well. Um, what um, What else have you been up to? What else are you doing? We hosted a coffee morning at the closest church to Oliver's Scouts. They were extremely accommodating, Haven Road Methodist Church. They had us along. So, again, we baked loads of cakes. Um, Oliver <coughs> runs a tuck shop at his scouts, so all sweets and everything. So we took that as well. We had some of the scouts yeah. helping, and that was such a fun day, wasn't yeah. it? We're doing That's another good. of those at the end of the month, 30th of April. We're doing another of those. Amazing. Yeah, and we also did a quiz night um, with actually, I think it was four other scouts that are going from the Romford district. Right. Um, and most of them go to the Explorer Scout unit that I'm looking to go to. So they're um, a little bit older, right? So yeah, they they were like year ten and year eleven. Yeah, year ten and eleven. Um, so yeah, a bit older than me, but at that it was really good because 
we were reading out the quiz questions and lots of people came and we sold tuck shop and cakes and had prizes for the winner and it was really good. I suppose it's just been consistent over the year, isn't it? Just having loads of events to, to, to like to sort of to sort of get there. What um who won the quiz? Um I think it was the it was the family members of one of the oh, yeah. kids that's going, but then obviously everyone knew each other. So, you know, for example, our daughter won the Heads and Tails game. Um, everyone knew each so other. So you had some, so. Lip, some loads of stuff going on during yeah, the day. Yeah, in the break, we had a Heads and Tails game, which is like, is everyone stands up and then you pick heads or tails and then you flip the coin. Oh, yeah, heads or tails. <laughs> and then I flip the coin. Well, someone flips the coin. And then we announce which one it is. And if you're doing it, then you have to sit down and you're out. And then the winner won £15, was it? Yeah. yeah. And then the profits went into the pot and the raffle. Yeah. So, yeah, just it was a really good, busy night. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Talk to me a bit about this episode, Kat. Okay, well, what's going on with that? Yes. So, as you said, it's about keeping it going. So, next month, I'm going to abseil off the water tower, the... Church Langley Water Tower. You can see it from the M11. Okay. Um, I've been trying to find out the height of it this morning for all of your listeners that aren't local to this area and see it all the time. I can't. Um, I can't find out the height, but I think it's probably best I don't know. Um, <laughs> Oliver would obviously it'd be a dream for him to do it, but you have to be over sixteen. So um, I'm representing. You're. You're. Yeah, you're, you're, you're have you ever done anything like this before or not? I've never done anything like this. I'm not the type that's got that those things on my bucket list at all. I just um I won't go on any of those high rope things. If I'm on a roller coaster, then I just have my eyes shut and just think <laughs> it'll be over in a minute, it'll be over in a minute, just do it for the kids. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and how long does it take to get from the top to the bottom? Because I've done a couple, and I think Probably about two hours for that. Well, because it goes like that. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Have your feet on the side, so you're just hanging. So I'm assuming it's gonna. I'll have to feed it through like they do on SAS, and I don't know how easy I'll find the technique. So <laughs> you, you I might be up there a while. No, you don't. You don't feed it through. You don't. You, you don't need to worry about feeding it through. All you need to do is just let go slowly. I mean, okay. When I when I did mine, I did. T- I've done. I've done two for charity. So I did one off the orbit at uh, the uh, at the Olympic Park, which was bizarre because I found just just my experience of it is the worst bit isn't going down. The worst bit is leaning back off the top off the top as you're ready to go because it's just. It's well, well, you no. Well, I, I mean. Yeah. What he's I'm, saying I'm, is that once you get over the first bit, you're golden. Yeah, once 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 you've the first bit's done, you're you're fine. But it was weird because I leaned back <laughs> and uh, the guy said, you know, just sort of move your leg out and then just sort of you'll find another ledge and then you can start letting yourself down. And for the for 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 all of my efforts, I couldn't find this bottom ledge. So just, I'm literally one leg there, another leg wiggling all over. Just lit, like, it was the weirdest experience of my life. We were standing at the bottom, not a clue in the world this was going on. And I think he's coming down. We actually can't see if that's him or not. It's too far up. 
Yeah, and then in the end, I just flopped down, basically, and I'm just sitting there hanging there, and I'm sort of slowly and embarrassingly let myself down. And then, okay. <laughs> um, it was, you know what? It was a really good, it, I, I really enjoyed the experience. And then uh, I did Broadgate Tower at Liverpool Street as well, which was um, uh, 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 different Not. because you, it was a solid sort of uh, block. <laughs> Um, and again, because I'm not the most coordinating person in the world, I just kept on bouncing off the window <laughs> as I was coming down. And I don't think you meant to do that, to be honest. Oh, uh, the window cleaners of the field. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got this. I've just got this image of just like a shoulder print of just like my shoulder of just going, and the window cleaners going, "What is that? You know what? What's happened there?" But you know what? I, I for both experiences, I. I'm glad I did it. It was it was, a, it was really good. We raised quite a lot of money for charity both both the times we did it, and um, yeah, it was it, it was it was definitely worth doing. But once you once you've started, you're just you're there. You know, you just it's done. Who who's um, uh, Justin's commented? Uh, I Justin, thanks for watching. Uh, you guys are so brave. I hate heights and could never do that. I'm so. the same. I would never. Well, you I'm know, petrified. You I know what? Like panic at the top. And, and I've, I've said this to you before. I think part of like sort of my mentality is just do stuff that scares you every now and again. You know, like sort of just do stuff that you know helps you get to a position where you go, you know what? I can't believe I did that, but I did it. Um, so I, did, what, I did that so far. All those years ago, <laughs> <laughs> you off though. We did it. We did it. We did a zip wire down in Cornwall, um, and we got to the top. And uh, Char Charlotte right. just Charlotte just wouldn't go down. And in the end, it wasn't me that pushed you off. It was the woman who. who, who she, was... she said she was going to give me a count. And she went three, two, God, jump me off the edge. Straight off. So if you're watching, <laughs> um, what thing that scares you a little bit that you really want to do is so for Justin, um, uh, uh, abseiling off of big buildings or, or uh, large structures might be a no-no. Justin, what's that one thing that you think, you know what, I've, that that could like sort of that could scare me. Oliver, what would you do? What's on your list of things you do that might scare you a tiny bit, but you'd love to do anyway? Um, well, definitely not anything with heights because I've done all that in scouts, like rock climbing and climbing yeah. walls and stuff like that. But, um, that's part of the experience of being in the scouts, isn't it? Yeah. Doing stuff that's challenging that, that you learn from. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not not sure what there is that. Like deep sea diving or diving caves, something like that, or am I just putting uh, my fears onto you? <laughs> I, I, you know what? That that's that's an experience I'm not going to mm. repeat. <laughs> I don't like caves. You're not, not a... No, you remember, I can't remember where we were, and there was that cave, and it went down, and the walls got tighter, and it was just, and I had to, I had to turn around and go out while everyone else was in, because I just couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I think that was in Cornwall somewhere, yeah. but yeah, I did, I did the caving experience with Zove quite recently, and it's not one I'd, I'd, I'd choose to repeat. Give me heights, give me like open air, give me space, caves, I'm like... Sort no, of... caves and deep water, I just... No. Uh, Trev, morning, dude. How you doing? Thanks for watching. Morning, great, dude. 
great, great to see you. Um, and uh, yeah, let us know what thing, because I know Trev at the minute is doing um, some uh, scat training with some, uh, some some of his guys, and he, he was doing some kayaking mm. recently. So hopefully that went well, Trev. Oh, you love kayaking. Great. Not, you know what? I only got into kayaking again at the at the end of lockdown one in 2020 because yeah. it was like one of those things that you could go outside and and actually actually do. Carol, apart from the abseil, what other thing is on your list where you go, um, and we're not going to make you do it yet, um, uh, <laughs> what one thing is on your list where you go, actually, this is like something that I'd, I'd like to do? I don't know. Um, I, well, I do want to walk over the Sydney Opera, uh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yes. You can go over the top, can't you? That looks amazing. I think probably walking over that O2 at the moment is a bit more realistic, but um, it's the same thing, isn't it? You get to wear the outfit and have your picture taken. So, yeah, I'd like to do that. Is it the outfit? Is it, yeah, I mean, you know what? I've done, I mean, I've got, I've got a client of mine actually who did um, the the bridge, the Sydney Opera Bridge, and he said that was amazing. Um, uh, but up at the O2, I really enjoyed. I've done it a couple of. We've, we've, we've I've never done it because I was too young to do it the first time, and then I was too scared to do it the second time. <laughs> well, so we should do that. We I should definitely do that. Um, Justin's commented that he's thing that um he'd love to do that um is a bit challenging is sea kayaking uh want to do but very weak swimmer uh but he is having adult swim lessons and will be out in the sea in september so nice. uh, that is an amazing um challenge to, to have russ is commenting i don't know how he does it because he's producing the podcast and commenting um his comment was been caving hated it thank you for your <laughs> Amazing storytelling skills, Russ. You could have had a, added a no, bit no, of flavour. Genius, so succinct and like precise. You know what? We gets to the heart of it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, if you're not a regular, if you are a regular listener of the podcast, you know this uh, already. But we, Russ, has got more involved in um, chatting on the podcast <laughs> recently, and um, we were talking about hats on the podcast the other day, and Russ just went. Um, <laughs> I don't wear it. I was like, oh, right, interesting. Russ, why is that? Got an old head. And that, and that literally was his validation <laughs> for not wearing hats. I've got a hot head. And we haven't been able to stop thinking about it since. Like, Russ, his hot head. He, he, was, the... he was over here uh, a couple of weeks ago, and that was that was his nickname. Not hothead. Russ, we just called him Hothead. See, I, I don't know whether... I, I'm waiting for him to come on and comment now, but I don't... <laughs> think he will but um he might in the chat you know he might in the chat he might he might join in the chat but um i i just think if you're gonna pick a nickname for yourself a hothead isn't the one you want is it really to be honest right so we've got the ad sale we've got all this stuff going on how has the sort of fundraising efforts going what uh, what stage are we at at the minute in terms of the money raised we've got a gofundme page but most of it isn't on there it's been um cake sales and the cookies and things like that so in a couple of different places at the moment we've got about um a thousand pounds so far so feeling good Amazing. um this weekend as you know yourself chris and charlotte and family have, have donated a great big easter bunny and bottle of prosecco to be raffled off so um that's can we give that a quick plug yeah definitely there, there's a 
Um, is the Bambi uh, available? I, 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 I haven't been involved in sort of um, to how we promote it, but there is a massive Easter bunny that you can win. Um, uh, and had we, Carol, you probably know this better than me, had we, how do people enter? It's £2.50 a go, which is to be paid by PayPal, and then everyone that enters obviously will get put into the draw, and depending on where they live, they will have a home delivery of the Easter Bunny and the Prosecco. The PayPal is, is a little bit long, but it's Carol H, so C-A-R-O-L-H-656 at gmail.com. I'll yeah. say it's £2.50 a go, and then everyone will get entered in, and we'll find a winner. Amazing. And what we'll do is we'll, when we sort of repose this and put this out on audio, we'll make sure that that, that all of that elements go um, on the show notes. Because I'd imagine that if people want to make a donation, if we give the bunny away and people still want to make a do- donation, they can do that using that PayPal, right? Um, either the PayPal or we have got the GoFundMe, which the link is on Oliver's Instagram, which is only to do with his journey. So his Instagram for his journey is Oliver underscore 25WSJ underscore unit 32. And the link to his GoFundMe and everything is in there. And it's his little chat to when he's doing his little fundraising um, or something like this that will go on the, on the page just so everyone can keep up with what he's doing. And then what we'll do as well is when we put this out in the audio, we'll put all of the links to Instagram, GoFundMe page, all of that sort of stuff on um, on the show notes. So that if you are listening on the audio uh, podcast, listeners, you can um, you can definitely sort of get involved. For those, um, just just so we know, for those who are um, listening new, we have got a few because uh, we've got a few more listeners who've tuned in now. Uh, do we when we do a podcast live do we call them listeners or do we call them viewers or it's i don't know um but for for those who are uh watching live um a couple of questions in the podcast we'd love to get your answer uh to firstly what's the best easter egg you've ever had secondly if you could pick your own nickname what would it be and lastly uh family memories yeah what's the funniest family story you've got so so let us know so so we've got the abs out we've got sort of the sort of um fundraising tell us about what else is coming up next um so for the jubilee in start of june start of june last year for the jubilee we are planning to do a family fun day in rice park okay cool yeah which will be with quite a few other scouts because it's already an arranged thing, but we're going to go put up a couple of stalls and help them. Do some games. Uh, yeah, do some games, some cakes, maybe. Of course, cakes. We love cakes. to bake. Yeah. There, there, there seems this is a bit to be of running re- threads. There, yeah. there, there's a recurring theme of cake here. Yeah, everyone loves what, cake. Unofficial question the podcast. What's the best cake? Cheesecake. <laughs> Cheesecake. Yeah. What flavour? Cheese. Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate caramel swirl. I made one of those. I tell you what, cake. that was such a definitive answer. You were bang on that. <laughs> Oliver, best cake? Um, carrot cake. Carrot cake. Good choice. Good choice. Carol, what are you, what are you going for? 
Oh, so difficult, isn't it? I love the cheesecake theory, because then that's more puddingy as well. But we do make a wicked brownie. Although yesterday, Martin had an amazing blondie. Um, oh, yeah, exactly. Is that white chocolate? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know what? I'm a bit... I think the Milky Way has destroyed white chocolate for me. Well, where'd you get a good white chocolate? Tesco's, they have a bar for 10p. <laughs> that is, you know what? This is, this is, this, this um, tells you a lot about our relationship, Carol, because where is Charlotte's like, uh, is it your money? We're going to South Korea. Is it my money? Tesco's have got the chocolate bar for 10p. That is just, that, that says a lot about. Yeah, that is good value for a chocolate bar, though, isn't it? Oh, it was the last time I checked, which was about a year ago, though. So pricing might be Where it might be. Know. Inflation and all yeah. that. Inflation and all that. How much might it be now? 12 pence? <laughs> is it a value bar? Is it a Tesco good value bar? It's not even a Tesco over Oh, yeah. no. What is it? I don't remember. Tosco. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it a little brand that you're pretending you can get in Tesco's? No, I, I don't even. I was just down like the one of these aisles and it was down on like, the bottom of the shelf. It's like ten p white chocolate. Mm. Did you get it? I did. Of course I did. Were you Kinder Egg and your, <laughs> and your little car, your little rubbly car? Was that it? Yeah. Probably what's, <laughs> what's the um what's the most expensive chocolate bar you've ever bought? I don't know. I don't like buying expensive <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's musical tickets, which even then I get student discount on those, so Yeah, what's the most you'd spent on anything? Oh god, I don't know. I don't like spending money. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, we've got a chocolate-related uh, um, comment from Justin. Hotel Chocolat, those yummy white chocolate, apparently. That's where... Oh, Russet's that, chocolate that, for 50p at his local. That, this, I mean, <laughs> we've gone from the Trains and Tea podcast <laughs> to the How to Get Cho- Cheap Chocolate podcast. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I genuinely don't know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, the locals on. around here, they used to do 50p, but now it's... So. Okay, um, so um, we are coming to the end. Apart from Insta and some of the other places that we can find out more about your journey and your st- story, Oliver, where else can we find out more about the jam- Jamboree more generally, what's going on, and um, to, to, to help and support? So there's, of course, you'll find loads of Instagram accounts about... Um, other people going and our unit leaders have one about the unit and there's the UK contingent have one there's the official page for the Korean one but for some reason it's in Spanish so <laughs> it's interesting choice so is it in Korean and then translates to Spanish or it's in Spanish originally um, well, I'm not sure, but this was, they probably have an official one now that's in, like, whatever language you want, but this was, I think, it December time, so when I first got picked, I just looked for the official account, and it was like, Korea World Cup Jamboree number 25, and then it was all in Spanish, so. Right, great way to learn Spanish, <laughs> I suppose. Learn um, about Korea in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, good, good combo. So all on, all on Instagram. Instagram 
sounds like the platform where yeah, it's it's all going on. Um, yeah. And then is there a website for the Jamboree? Where do people uh, just go? Yeah, there is. Jamboree? Yeah, on the Scout website, you can find Well, on the Scout website, I'm sure there'll be a link to it. And then there's all the information about it and which I'm sure the numbers that we haven't been able to tell you are there. So Bad. I would say how many are going from the UK as well. Which yeah, I think is around four thousand, but yeah, not great stuff. So thank you guys for coming coming on today and telling us a bit about um, Jamboree, about the challenges you're facing. Carol, how how um how 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 do you prepare to chuck yourself down a tower? I don't know because it's already keeping me awake. So I think the night before is going to be a sleepless one, but it's morning. It's a Saturday morning. So yeah, it will just be go there, get it over with and uh, maybe done. dream about a nice glass of fizz at the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. You, you What What you want is something, Martin, to have just a, a, a nice glass or something. Um, might be a bit early if you finish at 10, but... Um, but yeah. certainly, oh, it's it's happy hour somewhere. Yeah, it, it's it's never too early, apparently. <laughs> um, all right, well, thank you for joining us on the Kindness Project, uh, viewers. I hope you've enjoyed this special live episode of uh, the podcast. Have a lovely day. Have a nice um, time. Have a nice. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a nice. So Charlotte's off to get me a ten p bar of chocolate. Um, she she wouldn't spend that much. And um, I will see you next time on the Climate Project. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.